Frequency Cast, unofficial guide. Please stand by. Hi, this is Carl. And this is Pete. From the Frequency Cast podcast. Each month, we bring you our own tantalising take on UK TV and technology. This isn't our normal show. This is one of our unofficial guides to a new piece of kit that's just come out onto the market. Let me show you. Oh, it's a fluffle twister. It is a fluffle twister. First, let me hand you this. Thank you very much. I know what this is. This is a Nintendo. Uh, it's a multi-screen. Multi-screen. It's not multi-screen. It's got two screens. So this is a Nintendo DS Lite. This has been out for a little while. Only half the calories of a normal DS. Exactly. But this is the new one, the DSi. Take hold of those and tell me what you think. Well, the light is heavier than the DSi. What does the I stand for? Intelligent? Um, I'm assuming interactive or internet or something like that. DSi. The old one has a glossy finish, and the new one has a matte finish, which is nice, and it seems to have a stylus. Oh, the, old, the old one had a stylus as well, so the stylus is just there. Uh, open it up. Open up the new one. Well, it looks very similar, to be honest with you. Yeah, not completely dissimilar. So let me just talk through some of the key differences, first of all. Okay. First of all, let's let's power up, shall we? Okie dokie. This doesn't actually have a power switch. This has a power button. Let me just power this on. Okay, so DSi, warning, touch the screen, touch the screen. Okay, so we have a slightly different user interface here. It's all a little bit different. For the sake of it, I'm going to power the old one on as well. Okay, so it's a slightly different interface. Now, you know we're fans of the Nintendo Wii. Definitely. Well, the new DSi has a very, very Wii-like interface. If we look here, we've got a, a menu that says System Settings. Then, So this is a game. This is Advanced Wars Dark Conflict that I happen to have loaded. Then we've got the uh, camera. Now, this has two cameras. We'll talk about that in a minute. Then something called DSi Sound, DSi Shop, DSi Download Play, PictoChat and web browser. So first of all, let me just explain what this is. This is a handheld games console. So it's a little bit similar to the PSP. Basically, you can buy these little games. They come on these little cartridges that you slot into this, and you can carry it about in your pocket. Quite a decent size. How would you? What sort of size would you describe this as? It's about the size of a wallet, really. Uh, one of the more old-fashioned wallets, not the small ones that are like ten pound notes. You know, actually, forget that. It's about the size of a twenty-pound note, but thicker. <laughs> it's a little bit thicker, absolutely. A wadge of £20 notes. So yes, this DSi is a new one. Comparing the two side by side, first of all, they've taken away the old slot. So there used to be this rather chunky slot here, which was for the old Game Boy and uh, GBA cartridges. So now it's not backward compatible with the old games. That's not such an advantage. But the new cards are obviously a lot smaller. They look like the size of a compact flash, am I right? Not dissimilar. I mean, the DS Lite and the DS before it both took these slimline cards anyway, so it's not, not a major loss. It's just the older cartridges from sort of three or four years ago that aren't supported. But what it now does support instead is... Oh, it supports SD cards. Absolutely. So you can now actually put in your own SD cards that you can then copy over to a PC and do other things with. So for the first time, you can actually copy files onto and off of a uh, DSi, which is pretty cool. Other changes, uh, it's a little tiny bit thinner, a little tiny bit taller, generally about the same kind of weight. Would you like some vital statistics? I'd love some. Who are you looking at now? Okay, so the dimensions, 75 by 137 by 19 millimetres, weight 214 grams. It now supports Wi-Fi, 802.11b and G, takes two and a half hours to charge, and the battery life between three and 14 hours, depending on how bright you have the screen set to. That's quite impressive, actually, isn't it? The three to 14 hours, especially with all that gameplay to be had. 
So we're not actually going to talk too much about the actual gameplay. Anyone that's into one of these things will know all about it. And we're not a games podcast, so we're not going to be reviewing games. What we're actually going to review is the actual hardware. So opening it up, we have two screens. So the top screen is a non-touch screen. The bottom one is a touch screen. So you can scroll around there. Quite sexy. Very sexy. Yeah, I like the way it's got the fixed uh, display on the top as well. Yeah, quite handy. So obviously DS stands for dual screen. Of course. Mm, You didn't know that, did you? And let's have a look at some of the flashy things it's got. So it's obviously got a game. The main menu shows you the game. So we could just go ahead and start up a game if we wanted to. Let's just do that now. Okay, so I'm actually walking through how to start up this game. Advance Wars, very, very good game. If you're into your, your strategy, you have little soldiers... Tanks, airplanes, aircraft carriers, that sort of thing. And you walk through a story where you've got to blow up the enemy. Very, very good. We're not going to talk about games now, though. We're going to talk about the actual piece of hardware itself. So we're going to look at some of the new things that this adds. First of all, photos. Interested in looking at photos? Of course. Okay, so let's switch to photos. Now, it has this device has two cameras. So there's a little camera there facing you. Ooh. And a camera there on the back. So you can look at yourself or look at yourself. You can use this as a mirror. Well, actually, yes. So it's fired up. It says, camera, photos remaining, 411, album, photos taken, one. So let's just fire this up here, shall we? So we've started up camera. And there you go. Look at you. Look at you. There's your little face and everything. That's me, that is. So this does let you take photos. It says here, pick from 11 different lenses. On the screen is a, is a, f- a photo of you. Now, this is where it gets kind of clever. I'll just take the stylus out for a second. Oops. The thing about Nintendo, it makes everything into a game, doesn't it? It's got that same funky music in the background. It's like a Mario Kart setting. Now, now this is where it gets kind of clever, right? So let me, let me take a photo of you here, shall we? Okay. So there's a photo of you. Now, what we can do... We can open up the photo. There it is. And we can edit this photo. So we can distort you. You've got a little lid. I haven't changed at all yet. Look at this, and you're dragging around. I'm basically morphing your photo here. That's great fun, yeah? yeah? It means everything does become a game, isn't it, with Nintendo? Okay, I can also uh, graffiti you. Oh, I look lovely, surrounded by stars and stripes. I can change your colour. Oh, I've gone purple. Actually, I can make you purple, though, if I do this. Touch the colours I want to alter, so I'm going to do your hair again. you blue... Purple. Oh, clever. Clever. Mm, interesting. I like the way you can enter the image onto a diary or a calendar as well. So there we go. Oh, kaleidoscope look. Kaleidoscope. Yeah. Uh, we've also got... <laughs> nice. I'm going to start adding my own features. So I can add a mouth to you. This is called mischief. Change effect. So I can add you a little piggy nose. Yeah. Can you add it now? Uh, we've also got... Ah, okay. Now this is cool. This is clever. Hey, let me see if I can do this. Right, now what we have to do here... Oh, face not recognised. Look, I'll make you happy. <laughs> I can make you sad. <laughs> I look like the elephant man. So what this is doing is this is recognising your face and putting little... Um, basically morphing your face and your eyebrows and mouth to make you look happy and sad. Really daft, isn't it? Well, yeah, but it keeps these simple people amused for hours, isn't it? Are you going to stop playing with that yet? Okay, now this is, this is a fun one, right? We're going to try something clever here. Okay. Go into camera. What I'm going to do is do this. Merge. Take a picture of a face. Right, I need your face here. Okay, so we've just taken a picture of you. Now it wants me to take a picture of me. (laughs) 
So what that's done is that has merged our two pictures together. So there you go. So it merges from you to me. I can see what our children would look like now. Well, exactly. So if I go right to the middle here, aren't we gorgeous? Well, I am. <laughs> I've got my eyes. <laughs> so there you go. You can merge two pictures. You can also, here we go. Now this is, this will be quite scary. Let's do this as well. i do one other thing here. Same process. So what we've done, oh, oh look. Okay, so what it's done is it's, we've had two pictures of us. It's compared the two. And it said, we're 25% alike. We could be related. <laughs> I like what? Water buffalo. Yeah, wonderful fun. What else does it do? It is important to point out that you can't actually import a photo on the SD card. You can save the photo and export it, but you can't actually import a photo, which is irritating. So if you've got a, got a picture on your digital camera or your phone, you can't take the picture, import it into here, and then play around with it. It's only pictures taken by the onboard cameras. And the camera, of course, is probably not that high a quality. Not great, but uh, yeah, good, good enough for playing around with. This is only intended as a toy, obviously. Obviously. So let's take a look at something else. Return to DSi menu. So now we're going to take a look at the sound recorder. Now, you've got this little budgie. Which is <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready for the budgie? Yeah, we like budgies. Hello? What's this actually supposed to be doing? I've got no idea, but it does have this budgie that... that chirps and says hello and things like you. So uh, edit and record sounds. Here we go. So we're going to record some sounds. Are you going to do a quick brown fox for me here, Carl? Hello. How are you? A lady from over the channel once washed with a very cold flannel. It totally froze her poor little nose and made it as hard as enamel. Okay, so this is playing back. We've got a little picture of a waveform there. washed with a very cold flannel. It totally froze her poor little nose and made it as hard as enamel. There you go. So we've now recorded a sound clip. There it is, it's got a little speech bubble effect, and what you can do is... Hello, it totally froze a poor little nose and made it as hard as enamel. Hello, how are you? A lady from over the channel once washed with a very cold flannel, it totally... So what you can see here is we've got this sort of XY graph, and we can drag this pointer around to change the speed of the playback. Very good. Uh, we can also play backwards if we wanted. I see absolutely no point in doing that, but you can. Then you can do other really clever little things like this. So we can make you sound like a budgie. So basically it's the same with audio as you've just done with the visual. So instead of a photograph now we're taking audio. Yep, so that's trying to make you sound like a trumpet. Uh, and we've got electric fan. Do you want to sound like a fan? A lady from over the channel once washed with a very cold flannel. It totally froze a poor little nose and made it as hard as enamel. Yes, as you see, you can do a fair number of, of sort of silly, silly sound effects with this thing. Well, I find it all very entertaining, I must admit. But I don't really think it serves much of a purpose. You wouldn't be completely wrong in thinking that, it has to be said. But the technology behind it, two lenses, I like that, the one facing you, one outside, the two screens, one touch screen and one just sort of kind of shows you an update of what you're doing or, or the next level, doesn't it? And, uh, of course, it's um, lightweight. I think it's quite a good purchase, personally. So just, just looking at sound, the only real frustration is when you get back to this, the main menu here, you can obviously record and edit your own sounds. You can also play music from SD card, which is pretty cool. The only thing is it only supports AAC format. Which is a high-quality sound format, really. <laughs> That'll be the annoying budgie just interrupting us there. So it's a little bit annoying. You can't actually play MP3 files. 
So if you recorded your music onto SD card, put it in here and tried to play an MP3 file, it would say file not supported. So you are limited to AAC. Who are AAC? Isn't that uh, inherent with Macs? So iTunes is pretty AAC compliant, but AAC is open standard as well. So uh, AAC, including M4A, MP4 and 3GP, if you want me to get all technical on you, and it's got uh, bandwidth up to 320 kbps for audio. And of course, you've got a headphone socket there as well. So actually, you can play music, especially iTunes music or anything else you've got in AAC which is not too bad. It's quite a good format to play in, but it's just a real shame there's no MP3 support. Let's just look at a couple of other features we've got on here. So we've got the Nintendo DSi Shop. Now that lets you um, download over the internet extra games and content. So the first thing we did when we fired this up was try and get hold of the web browser. You get a free web browser uh, from here. It also has um, WarioWare, Snapped, Pyro, Paper Plane, and a few other games on there. It's a pretty limited connection at the moment, but you can actually get the games on there. And you have to play with these rather silly Nintendo points, which is not particularly ideal. So you don't pay with money. You buy points with money, and then you buy the games with points, which is a bit tedious. And how do you purchase points? Off the interweb thing. So that is the shop. The next item we have on the menu here is... Uh, DS Download Play. Now this will let you play a two-player game. So if you had a memory card in here and another DS user, they could actually play two-player mode without having to buy a second copy of the game, which is pretty cool. Right, so you just take the card out and pass it on, do you? No, no, you beam it. It's all beamed. So you put your card in and share. Somebody else can log in and join you without having to um, sign up to the full game, which is quite nifty. Mm. Let me just show you the web browser here. Hang on a second. Now, hopefully, if I've done this right, I can just fire this up and it's already bookmarked to frequency cast. So there you go. Now, this is where the dual screen thing comes in really handy because what we've got at the top here is... I'll tell you what's going on here. We've got the whole of the uh, website page on the top screen and you've got a little box and you can highlight a particular piece of information or images so you can have a closer look on the bottom half. Very clever. Absolutely. And this little button here lets you toggle top to bottom so you can actually have the, the preview of the entire page up the top or on the bottom. If it's on the bottom, you can just kind of drag, look at that, drag the screen around. That's clever. That's yeah. a bit like the iPhone. Yeah, it is a little bit, but of course the beauty is you can actually see both screens, so you've got a full-size overview there. Oh, it's better and than the iPhone. Yeah, it is. Well, two screens. Always better than one, aren't they? Apparently so. It's like a bicycle. There you go. So the web browser, very nice. Obviously, it only works over Wi-Fi, so you can't use it like a mobile phone. You have to be in range of Wi-Fi, but you've got uh, you know favourites and, and go home and refresh and everything else. It's actually not that bad a browser. Um, oddly, though, you can't... We've taken it to the FrequencyCast homepage. Won't let you play our podcast from it, which is a real shame. That's no good at all. No. So that's the web browser. Then we have this rather silly mode that I still can't see the point of here. Let's just do something clever here. Okay, you take one of those. Right. And I'll take one of these. Now, I can type on my keyboard, hello, H-E-L-L-O, and press Enter. Right, and now I've got a message come up on mine saying, hello. So, um... Is this, what sort of distance is this? Is this like... Um... This is actually just Wi-Fi, so you have to be in physical proximity with each other. So you're typing back a message to me. And then what do I do? Press enter. Uh, press send. There you go. So that's... <laughs> Thank you very much. So, yes, we won't read that one out on the radio. Uh, yes, so we can send each other messages. We can also send each other pictures and characters. So I could actually... Scribble something and send it back to you. 
Well, that's good. Yeah, I see what you're doing there. So this is really a way of talking in the classroom and and, and <laughs> sending each other messages. Um, very good. Yep, there you go. So that's something called Picto Chat. Fairly pointless, but, uh, you know, hey, it's free. Oh, have I left the chat room? Apparently so. According to this, you have. You shut the door on me. So what else have we got to say about this device? We've gone through the spec. Uh, we've talked about photos. I think you briefly mentioned there's a calendar, which is quite handy. You can sort of hand scribble notes into a calendar, which is pretty good. Shame you can't export it to anything else, but uh, but there you go. This is, in fact, a very cool kid's device because you can put their dental appointments and their you know, arrangements to go swimming and dancing and football and all those great things you do at that young, sprightly age. Uh, you could indeed. Also, for kids, it has a parental control setting, which is quite handy. That's to stop the parents from playing with it, is it? Correct, absolutely. They wouldn't be able to work all the buttons out anyway. I mean, look, you've got, you've got an up, down. at least four buttons, yeah. Actually, it's quite a lot of buttons. You've got up, down, left, right, A, B, X, Y, start, select, and the left and the right shoulder button, which are also double as camera buttons and things. Uh, you can update the software over the internet. Nice. And it does come with an Opera web browser, as we mentioned. That's a free download from the DSi store. When you go to set up internet, it is a little bit odd setting up internet. Bear with me one second while I just switch back to the main menu. So setting it up for wireless access, you have to go into the system menu and then scroll on to option three, internet. Anyone that's doing this for the first time, there's a couple of things that caught me out when I did it. When you first go in, it says internet, connection one, connection two, connection three. And you can also do an automatic setup. But oddly, connections one, two, and three only support WEP. WEP stands for? Wireless Encryption Protocol. It's the um, it's a security protocol that's actually not the most secure. If you actually want to support the more common one, which is WPA or WPA2, you have to go into Advanced Setup and select connections 4, 5 and 6, which is a little bit weird. When you go in here, you can search for an access point or you can automatically connect using something called AOSS. Which stands for? Uh, that's a good question, actually. I'm not entirely sure, but it's sort of an automatic configuration tool rather than having to manually type in details. Uh, so you could search for an access point or you can manually enter where it prompts you for your SSID, your security, and we've got WEP WPA WPA2. It also asks whether you want to auto-obtain an IP address using DHCP, auto-obtain a DNS, proxy settings, and you can also set your MTU value. What's an MTU value then? Uh, it's your maximum transmission unit or something daft like that. Don't ask. It doesn't matter. Just leave it at the default value. Okay. So yeah, getting it connected to Wi-Fi wasn't immediately obvious first time round. What we're going to do, on our show notes, we'll have a link to a very, very good site called File Save As, which actually has a detailed step-by-step -step set of instructions on exactly how to configure this um, for, uh, for Wi-Fi access. So there you go, that's how you configure the internet. Also things like brightness settings, which does affect your battery life on here. Uh, you can set your birthday, your profile. It's also an alarm clock, you can set an alarm on it. So it's very similar to Brian the Brain. It is... no, not Entirely, no. Uh, how much? Final question. I reckon they're around the 200 mark, aren't they? Two, I reckon it's somewhere between two, uh, 190 and 210. 149. Yeah, it's on the right side of the uh, the 200 mark, but on the wrong side of the 100 mark, isn't it really? But it's not a bad bit of kid, is it? Are you quite impressed? Yeah, certainly if your kids haven't got a, a Nintendo DS at the moment, I would recommend one of these, uh, getting the latest one. I, I like it. I do like the split screen thing. But um, I think I'm a little bit too old for it myself. I don't know. I think you'll find games on there. Of course, there is the, the Brain Train game, which would probably do you an awful lot of good. Huh? 
Yes, exactly. So there you go. That is the DSi from Nintendo, available now. More details on our website, www.frequencycast.co.uk forward slash dsi.html. There you go. I knew that. Well, that's it for this unofficial guide. If you'd like to hear more from us, you can go to www.frequencycast.co.uk and sign up for our regular podcasts. Uh, Here's a teaser of some of the stuff that we've covered recently. What have you got there? This is the hottest bit of kit. Because it's sent digitally, it's better quality. I'm just wanting to ask you for a comparison between BT Vision against... Freeview News. In the last few weeks, we've seen two new stations. It's the roundabout. Second exit. Have the top-up TV anytime box since December. We are absolutely disgusted with the service. Use broadband to get television over the internet. Now, it's a darkened room you live in, isn't it, normally? Nabba's take. Nabba's take. Gizmo wannabe. Uh, if you want high def, then Sky is very clearly the one to go for at the moment. Sign up for a tantalising take on technology or listen online at www.frequencycast.co.uk Frequency Cast. Unofficial guide. Shutdown complete.